Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And we are live. Good mythical morning, everyone. It's the notorious, glorious V, the Gorilla Con is coming to you live with my main man, El Cuco, a.k.a. CJ, a.k.a. the master of the flux capacitor. And we're giving you the news, the views, and all the information important to you. Check us out on roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on uh, iTunes, every single podcasting app known to humanity. We're still probably flying under the Rogue Money moniker, so you can find us at Rogue Money as well on these uh, various podcasts that have not updated. And also check out our uh, see, we got our, we, we're up on Minds as well, right? I mean, we got our Rogue News up there on Minds. That's a great question, V. I know you sent that out as far as your personal uh, profile, but I need to I need to look at, look at that to to verify. But I know you're on there. Yes, I am on Minds and I'm loving it. Go over to Minds. You can find uh, Rogue News will be on there soon. CJ, are you on there personally? Uh, I am not on there, B, but I will be after today. All right, after today, <laughs> CJ will be on there as well. So you can, for the time being, you can follow me on Minds at V Gorilla, and that's Gorilla spelled G U E R R I L L A. Not Gorilla, even though I am the Gorilla. But I, it's a play on words, folks. It's a play on words. Get it? Gorilla, gorilla. You know, it's just, you know, anyway. Anyway, anyway, you can find me on Minds. I'm always over there. Uh, the hell with Twitter and all these other things. And, folks, we got some exciting things being built for you. Uh, we will be launching uh, shortly, very soon, uh, an amazing platform. And uh, we're going to have all your beloved creators and contributors and uh, content uh, purveyors on there. And we're going to roll. We're going to kick butt and take names keep it moving. And, you know, CJ and I were talking about this. It's like in spite of all the suppression that we're getting from big tech, uh, a lot of suppression. And uh, CJ was talking about, you know, we've there's, there's sites that he follows that are no longer there. They're dropping like flies. Internet content creators dropping like flies left and right. And um, one of the things that we're talking about is like when you look at our numbers as a company, our numbers are, are, are statistics through the roof in spite of in spite of all the suppression. Our numbers are through the roof. OK, we should be at like 40,000 subs by now. Seriously. God, honest with them. I mean, you get emails all the time. Hey, uh, I, this is my fifth time subscribing to you. Every time I subscribe, it's automatically unsubscribed after like uh, a couple of hours or a day or two. It's I'm unsubscribed. So. Uh, you know, so these are the things that are happening. These are the things that we're fighting. And uh, you can see the revenue is there's no revenue. There's no revenue. They're playing ads on our channel. They, I know that for a fact. But in terms of revenue, <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. It doesn't exist. It's not existent. It's, it's as elusive as Sasquatch. Okay, It's as elusive as Sasquatch. But it is what it is. And that's why we have sponsors. And that's why when you shop and you buy from uh, sponsors and companies, you're supporting this show. You're supporting CJ. You're supporting myself. You're supporting the businesses that are providing a valuable service and or product um, 
as well. So we're keeping it in our economy, folks, our economy of like-minded individuals. And that's that's the most important thing. So in terms of our sponsors, we have a new one. We've been working on this for a while. It's the ape. The ape is available, folks. Check it out. The link is in the description box. Buytheape.com. What is the ape? The APE stands for the Advanced Portfolio Encryption. APE is the only dedicated cold storage smart device for managing your cryptographic asset portfolio in the most secure platform on the market. It fits into your pocket, plugs into any monitor. It comes with an HDMI and Ethernet cable. Um, it, this way you get avoid the risk of Wi-Fi. Okay, It has four, four USB ports with a micro USB OTG port that allows you to connect to your own keyboard and mouse and securely track and manage your cryptographic currencies, tokens, and assets. The device includes an 8-gigabyte uh, SDR RAM of system memory upgradable to 128 bits for optimal, <laughs> it's crazy, optimal performance. Ape's powerful open-source system. It's encrypted up to 512 uh, uh, bits. And there's uh, two of them. There's the Ape Pro, which we recommend. It's uh, $375, $375. Uh, you could download all your crypto wallets directly to it. You could. Uh, it's pretty awesome. It is a mobile, full-blown computer operating system. There's no installation required. No, You don't need to learn programming code, nothing. It, it has a, um, a, a Linux operating system on there. I think it's running Ubuntu with a custom, custom uh, encryption that's on there, uh, that's running in the background. It's a 512 elliptical grade encryption running in the background that's custom built to the ape uh, it's developed by white hats that's right it's actually developed by white hats white hat hackers and uh, they're the ones who develop it so check it out uh each ape folks okay needs to be manually programmed it's it's just that awesome it's that custom built uh allow up to four weeks for your order to arrive please be patient with us it'll be worth the wait uh, it comes with the HDMI cable, the Ethernet cable, and the power supply. That's what comes in the box. So check it out. Buy the Ape. And if you you know don't want all that encryption, you just want to get a regular device uh, just to surf the Internet, handle your messages, do your emailing securely, your own private thing, well, just get the Ape Lite. That's for $275. Uh, and uh, that's pretty awesome. So it's a great device. Check it out. Buytheape.com. And also check out mycbdedibles.com, mycbdedibles.com. CJ, this morning I woke up, man. I woke up and I was up early and I said, you know what? You know, I got some new wheels thrown on the M5, okay? New wheels, CJ. Beautiful black. Nice. Concave 20-inch five-spoke wheels. Love them. They're gorgeous. Have a nice little uh, titanium brushed finish on the spoke. I'll send you the pictures later. Absolutely stunning. And I said to myself, okay, I need to go wash this car because I just put the rims on. The rims were sitting in my garage for like months. I just didn't get a chance to you know, make the appointment to have it installed. So I go out and uh, get them installed. And um, I, you know, washed them. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wash the car. And I washed the car. And I realized, Siege, that I was out of CBD coffee. I was out of oh. CBD coffee. So I had to go out there to Starbucks and get a cold brew coffee, okay? And now I'm, like, hyper-wired. I'm, like, hyper-wired, you know, because these things are, like, so potent. See, I like the even energy that the CBD coffee gives me, CJ. I love it. It keeps me stable throughout the entire day. Folks, the damn coffee is so good. Siege, I actually eat, at times, the beans, the roasted beans. I eat it directly from the pouch. It's delicious. 
I think you were on vacation when we we announced it, but because we've had it's it's like our best seller right now, our CBD coffee, and and for that reason. But what we kept getting is that you know there's different levels of coffee drinkers. Even yep. even I will tend to have more of like a, a light to medium roast in the in the afternoon uh, versus mm-hmm. a dark roast in the morning. And then we had some people were like, hey. Is there any chance you can do a decaffeinated, you know, my blood pressure, whatever, everything else? We hope the CBD help will, will help with that at some point. Yeah. So for that reason, and we're going to be working even tighter with like really narrowing down just like one supplier. And, and I'm talking about like direct from from, you know, the, the 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 fields, the coffee beans where they come directly distributed. They're not second and third hand touch. These are like exclusively provided. So we have a couple of different uh, potential vendors we're going to be working with that. So, but anyway, uh, breaking that down. So we do now how, if you go there, you can choose between light roast, medium roast, dark roast, and decaffeinated. Uh, all of them are organically, you know, sourced, uh, to eliminate any type of inconsistencies that can happen sometimes when you source your coffee beans. That's why we're going to be tightening it down to maybe go with one or two very specific, uh, vendor. So it'll definitely be worth it. But yeah, so so we're excited to, to have that. So go check it out. Yep, absolutely. MyCBDEdibles.com. Get your coffee. Get your peanut butter chocolate Buckeyes, your almond pecan truffles, coconut truffles, all sorts of deliciousness, yummy granola, whatever the heck you need. Go check it out. MyCBDEdibles.com. It is the best, most delicious way to supplement your CBD. You know, I, I like it better than taking the straight oil, man. That oil is harsh. Oh, yeah. And be harsh. Uh, anyway, also, guys, check out liquidbase.io, liquidbase.io.io, liquidbase.io. If you got 5,000 or more in cryptos you want to liquidate and you're worried about reporting this and reporting that, you're worried about all sorts of taxable events, check out liquidbase.io. There is no reporting, everything's private. We handle it. We don't report nothing because we use the power of gold. Maybe you just want to get the hell out of cryptos and move it to metals. We could do that for you as well. Go ahead and go to liquidbase.io. Contact us. We'll take care of you. Uh, if you have any questions, if you're a, a, a large, if you have a ridiculous amount of cryptos that you want to liquidate, uh, contact us as well. well. We can handle that. We can we can take care of that. Not an issue. Uh, you know, if you're one of those heavy hitters, we could do five million a day if you want. Whatever the heck it is. So uh, go ahead and contact us. Liquidbase.io. And with that being said, CJ, what is crackalacking, my brother? Hey, real quick before we jump into it, v, I just also just want to send a shout out to uh, Vin Armani, and we've had yeah. Vin on at least a couple of times, and you know he's a programmer, you know, very intelligent, you know, been on a, a you know mainstream television program and everything, and and uh, really enjoyed his his uh, shows, the Vin Armani show. He had a lot of very intellectual guests, you know, people that were doing just really awesome things as far as disruptive technologies and innovations. And uh, yesterday uh, was his last show, so he just you oh, know, too busy and and uh, and again, I'm sure that probably some of the whole YouTube thing and you know you look at his view counts and he should be you know he's like us he should be like getting like ten thousand views on his show, but because yeah. anyone that started a YouTube channel probably less than a year ago, uh, it's very difficult to to get the subs unless you're paying for them. Uh, and there, are, yes, there are people out there that do pay for subscribers. There's a uh, lot of these big toppers that are paying. Do there's businesses that are built to basically, you know, uh, produce views for your YouTube channel. Yeah, there was an article yeah. on Wall Street Journal. There's a whole article I was reading it like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, on the Wall Street Journal. There were actually, you know, there are businesses 
that is primarily built to get you fake subs, fake views to increase monetization. Uh, so, so, but Ben did his, his last show. He's going to focus on some other things, but I uh, just want to thank him and we'll, we'll get him on. We'll, we'll have him on as a, as a guest as he continues to do great things, but just want to give him a shout out V. Absolutely, man. Good luck to Vin Armani. Uh, it's a brave new world, folks. It, this is uh, we are living Atlas Shrugged, believe it or not. And, uh, on the on the media sense of things, we are living Atlas Shrugged. And my friends, I want to build Galt Gulch. I want to build a place for all of us to hang out. And uh, I believe we can build something amazing and that we are worthy of your time. We are worthy of your talent. We are worthy of your treasure. And with that being said, Siege, what do you want to get into, man? We got some things to. Uh... I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, it just. I just felt kind of odd the past couple of days with the entire news cycle and and you know everything going on. I I don't know. You you take us where you want to go, V. I'm yeah, sure. I'm down for anything. I, I see the uh, the list. It looks great. So they're all they're all great topics. Where'd you like to start? Let us start. Let us start. Let's start with let's start with a little MAGA, a little victory here, and then then we'll go to the uh, South Front article. Where uh, another, you know, false flag is is being cooked. So it seems that this back and forth, back and forth, and what the end result would be, I'm not exactly sure. But we'll start with our buddies over at Zero Hedge. Canada just got played. How Mexico stabbed Canada in the back. NAFTA got the shafta, baby. NAFTA got the shafta. <laughs> MAGA 2020. That's that's what I'm titling it. <laughs> NAFTA got the shaft of MAGA 2020. And what is the biggest economic news of the day? Donald Trump, again, fulfilling on his promises. This guy is a absolute beast, the way he's handling the business here at the White House. Donald Trump concluded bilateral trade negotiations with Mexico and a deal which he called the U.S.-Mexico trade agreement, USMATA. I'm going to call it USMATA because it's no longer NAFTA, which will replace the NAFTA, which has been shafting us uh, and screwing us for a while, uh, has been scrapped until Canada also comes into the negotiating table and hammers out agreement with the U.S. Reed, quote-unquote, concedes from a position of weakness and virtually no negotiating capital. <laughs> there were some odd twists in the announced deal. For example, the agreement on the Sunset Clause, which some pointed out as strange as it is a trilateral matter, i.e. one which would involve Canada, and it's unclear how you how it squared the U.S.-Mexico pledge that their talks were purely on bilateral issues, confirming that Trump was engaging in some good old divide and conquer. Anyway, folks, we got ourselves a really good trade agreement up and running. Donald has said what he's, what he's going to do, and the trade agreement is we're not going to go around, just as he said, we're not going to go around these globalist trade union agreements where it's a bunch of us together with a whole mess of other countries and we're getting screwed, pilfered, and, and pillaged. Because those global globalist unionized trade blocks do nothing to benefit individual countries. All they are good for the only thing that they're good for is to the benefit of certain multinational conglomerates. That's it. That's who benefits. And they're bankster masters. That's who benefits in this whole thing. Nobody else benefits. Nobody else even comes close to benefiting. 
Okay, so this is a big blow to globalism once again. Folks, there is a trend here, a nationalistic trend that continues to expand, that continues to reach a global fervor that has not even slowed down in the least bit. So these are some good things, CJ. Very good things. Yeah, very good things. And you know what amazes me is everyone talks about like the illegal immigration, right? We need to build the wall yeah. and we need to do all this. And B, I've said it like the last five to 10 years that in order to fix the border problem, you have to fix Mexico. Okay. Stop giving these people, you know, all they want is an opportunity, right? You know, if, if you think that there's an income and wealth disparity in the United States, it's probably like 10 times worse in Mexico, okay? So that's why these people wanna to come to our country. So in order to help Mexico, uh, right. we need to help them economically. Yeah. And, and you know, these trade deals. So yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a big win overall now. In saying that Mexico's most recent election did bring more of a, uh, a, a disruptor uh, to the political establishment in Mexico, more right. of a socialist type president in just some of his thoughts. Uh, regarding education, free education and those things. But, you know, let's face it. I mean, you know, education is a lot different in Mexico. And and uh, if they if they could help to educate and, you know, get the talent that they need there and everything else. I mean, you know, my gosh, the future, that's the potential there. But yes, this is exactly what was promised. And and, and I even witnessed a few, uh, you know, political pundits actually give kudos on the opposite side of the aisle to say, hey, you know, this is this is exactly like the discussion. This is the exact type you know, more of this, right? More of, of, of positive negotiations, you know, things worked out as far as trade. There were some estimates to be, I can't remember prior to NAFTA, I saw one specific target. I think at one time, the the North America trade used to be like a, a, a $7 billion, uh, yeah. you know, whatever trade it was, you know, due to the trade. And now it's like, you know, four or five times that in terms of the deficit, the trade deficit that we have that NAFTA brought forth. And that's just complete, you know, inflows of, of goods and service, but yet we're not shipping anything out. So this is this is long overdue. Let's uh, it doesn't give any specifics of what trade deal was reached other than they did reach one. Uh, so we'll wait and see specific, you know, specifics regarding the trade deal and what, what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. See, shifting gears a little bit as we get into the uh, the sandbox and all the issues in the sandbox, what makes the sandbox a sandbox. Talking about Dubai. We'll start with Dubai. We'll hop into Syria. And we'll see how, the, again, it all connects. Okay. Uh, for those that don't realize, there was supposedly a drone strike on the Dubai International Airport was reported as, quote unquote, Yemen retaliates for airstrikes on children. Okay. This is Sanaa Yemen. A source inside of Yemen's Air Force said in a statement that an unmanned long range drone dubbed the Samad 3, which means Invincible 3. Targeted Dubai International Airport in the UAE, located over 683 miles away from Yemen's capital, Sana'a, in retaliation for the recent Saudi-led coalition airstrikes against civilians in Yemen. The source, speaking on conditions of anonymity, said that the drone successfully bombed the airport and returned to its base in Yemen, adding that this was the first time that Yemeni forces use a drone to attack the airport. The UAE is a Saudi Arabia's key ally in the deadly war against Yemen. Yemen's army spokesman, General Sharaf Galeb Gulakwa, said 
the drone strikes achieved its golden cause. The airport to shut down for some time. No comments have been issued by the Emirati Aviation Authorities thus far. There are no immediate reports about possible casualties or the extent of damage caused. The unnamed source said that the attack came in retaliation to the Saudi-led coalition's attack against a school bus full of children in the Dahayan and another attack targeting displaced silver in Dharimi, saying that we renew the invitation to investors to stay away from the UAE. Two weeks ago, the Saudi-led coalition carried out two separate airstrikes targeting children in Yemen. One, north of Sada, uh, in August 9th, killed more than 30 children. The second attack, which took place on the August 24th, carried a group of displaced civilians, leaving more than 20 children dead. The new drone attack comes one month after Abu Dhabi International Airport was targeted by Yemeni forces in a separate attack, also using a wrong-range Samad 3 unmanned drone. Military source confirmed that Yemeni forces will continue targeting the infrastructure of countries that have taken part in the war against Yemen. The new drone, the Samad 3, is named after the late president of the Supreme Political Councilor Salah Ali al-Samad, who was assassinated in a Saudi-led coalition uh, strike on April the 23rd, 2018. Samad had been chosen by the only parliamentary actively operating in Yemen. Siege, what is your take on this before I open up a can of whoop ass on this nonsense? Um, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you read that correctly, my friend. You read that correctly. But, but go ahead, but go ahead, V. <laughs> you read that correctly. That's a cliff okay. note version. <laughs> okay, when I, dude. Remember, See, these guys are like ones that were using rocks as weapons like less than five years ago. <laughs> less than two weeks ago, man. Less than two weeks ago. See, do me a favor, okay? For our intellectual audience members, those who are already smelling BS on this nonsense, okay? Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's do this. I want you to pull up the image of the Samad 3. Okay, that's the S-A-M-A-D-3 drone. If you could pull up that image for our illustrious audience, I think it's, it's, it's vital. I'll, I, I shall wait. I shall wait. <sighs> ah, okay. Nope, that's a predator. I'm going to show you what a Samad looks like. You're going you're gonna to pee your pants. Nope, that's not a Samad. Go, you see what that 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 DJI drone is? You see where? Go down. One more. One more down. The, okay, go right to the right. Go right up, up, right there. Go back. Right there. Stop. Click it. That's your. <laughs> what? Is that a helicopter with? That is your Samad. It looked like a paper airplane. You see those paper airplanes or those styrofoam planes that you get at the dollar store that you tie a rubber band to and it's got a propeller at the end, right? That is your Samad 3. <laughs> Interesting. Folks, the Samad 3, this paper airplane, this thing probably has a range of 15 minutes. 
Okay, it has a range of 15 minutes. They see what is the distance they said from uh, Sanaa, the capital of Yemen, from whence this drone flew. Okay, from whence this drone flew to Dubai. What did they say? 683 miles, right? Mm. Right? So they said this drone, this little paper airplane, okay, this low and very slow drone, okay, it just probably has a loiter time of maybe 20, 30 minutes tops. They want you to believe that this little piece of crap, this little paper airplane put together using styrofoam, a couple of rubber bands, and a uh, and, and stuff you'd find in a, in a Sears catalog flew 683 miles. During the 683 miles, okay, let's, let's see, do me a favor. Now pull up a map of the Middle East. This, this is this is going to be hilarious. Okay. Okay. So, see, this thing flew from Yemen. Okay. And uh, if you could get a map that has, um, a, if you can get a better map, like a color map that shows, yeah, there we go. All right, there we go. Okay. So this thing flew from Sanaa, which is, there it is, Sanaa, okay? From Sanaa, it somehow flew over the radar coverage of Oman. It somehow <laughs> evaded the radar coverage of Saudi Arabia. It somehow defeated the radar coverage of the UAE, all of which, especially UAE and Saudi Arabia, they have great radars, excellent radar coverage. And this little paper airplane with the rubber band, that's, you know, they, they probably use a magical rubber band, TJ, okay? They, that rubber band is probably made from the thread that they, that they you know, that they have created using the magic carpets that they produce over there. And they wound up that rubber, that rubber band and launched the paper airplane. And that paper airplane, they want you to believe, flew 683 miles into Dubai International Airport, it bombed those targets, and flew 683 miles successfully back to base. Okay? In other words, this drone went 1,366 miles. In other words, it did a full combat sortie that a fighter jet would do. Okay? Now... But my question is this: How fast? How fast is the Samad Three? How fast is it? Right? And uh, we don't know, but we can tell you it's probably dead slow. I doubt if that thing could even break a hundred. So this thing, CJ, will literally take. Hours, damn near days, to get to the UAE, bomb its targets, nobody shoots it down, evades all the radar out there, and then lands back at Sanaa. 
if you believe in that story, I have another story to sell you. And that other story that I want to sell to you is that a bunch of cavemen in a cave in Afghanistan defeated a multi-trillion dollar air defense network on September the 11th, and they were able to hijack airplanes using box cutters and drive them into skyscrapers with pinpoint aerobatic precision that to this day that no pilot in any sort of computer simulation could ever emulate. I have that story to tell you. So the question becomes, especially after the supposed Samad attack, which they severely lack the technology, the radio frequency length, or the capability and the logistics to pull off an operation like this. The Houthis don't have it. The Samad 3 is a loitering airplane. It's it's not even for loitering. It's, it's a quick recon. Maybe, you know, whatever is 10 to 15 miles out, that's about it. It is not some something that's going to fly 14, damn near 1,400 miles to pull off a mission sortie. And then the other suspicious thing, CJ, that is an anonymous source. Suspicion number two. I cannot find anywhere that an actual attack happened anywhere in the Dubai International Airport. Were you, CJ? No, not from any, no. Uh, I mean, there's a couple out there, but I can't validate their sources or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Dubai airport attack. You Google it. UAE denies Hoithi rebels attacked airport with armed drone. Look at that. The 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 UAE says what are, what are you talking about? There's folks, the Dubai International Airport, which is one of the most beautiful, gorgeous, well constructed airports in the entire world which is the hub of Emirates, which is the world's best airline. And I'm not, this is a shameless plug. I'm not getting a paid a penny to, to, to say this. If you're going to fly international and Emirates is available, I suggest you get on Emirates. It is literally the finest <laughs> airliner in. I guarantee the, you probably own one of those shirts too, don't you? I do. I do. I, I, I seriously do. I'm gonna put an Emirates uh, logo shirt on my. You know, I'm gonna put an Emirates logo on my car, dude. Emirates is amazing. Em, the food, the service, the comfort, the plane. I mean, they are literally the finest airliner in the world. Okay, so you're telling me the finest luxury airliner in the world at the finest airport on planet Earth in one of the most heavily surveilled areas on the globe because UAE is the money laundering capital of the Middle East, that an attack from a supposed paper airplane happens and nobody has any sort of evidence of it. So what is this all about? What is this all about? So if this is a BS story, which it is, what is it all about? Okay. Well, we see the other thing here. U.S. preparing to bomb Syria again. See, what is this about? Well, there's uh, breaking news, and this comes to us from uh, South Front uh, that we, you know, we truly enjoy that, uh, there have been uh, boots on the ground in terms of, you know, the white helmets supporting the white helmets in a rural area in Syria, uh, planning out and staging another chemical attack. They're labeled as foreign nationals uh, that they have arrived, uh, that they have begun the staging. They've already recorded the videos. They have it all the stage out and mapped and ready to go. And if you look at the 
the strategic planning of U.S. military forces, and then likewise what Russia has done, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, it might be easier to be just to queue up. It's like maybe I can pause it, you know, halfway through if we want. But I do have the audio from this queued yeah, up. Okay, here we go. Foreign specialists arrived in Syria to stage a chemical attack, which will be blamed on the Damascus government. Russian Defense Ministry spokesman Mayor General Igor Konashenkov said on August 25th, warning that the staging of the incident may happen soon. According to the military spokesman, the English-speaking specialists arrived in a kibbutz settlement in southern Idlib. In the most populated area of Kafrizida, preparations are being made for a group of residents brought from the north of the province to participate in the staging of an attack of allegedly chemical munitions and bombs by Syrian government forces, staged assistance by mimicked rescuers from the White Helmets, and a shooting of the video for distribution to the Middle East and English-language media, Mayor General Konoshenkov said. He emphasized that this situation once again confirms that foreign forces are seeking to severely destabilize the situation and disrupt the steady dynamics of the ongoing peace process. The Russian military pointed out that this stage attack is designed to create a pretext for the new U.S.-led missile strike on government facilities in a war-torn country. According to Konoshenkov, Washington is already preparing for this move. The U.S. Navy's destroyer Sullivan's with 56 cruise missiles on board arrived in the Persian Gulf several days ago, while a B-1B strategic bomber of the U.S. Air Force, armed with AJM-158JA-SSM air-to-surface missiles, was deployed to the Aludate Air Base in Qatar. Meanwhile, the Russian Naval Task Force near Syria has been strengthened with Black Sea Fleet's brigades. Admiral Grigorovich and Admiral Essen, armed with caliber cruise missiles and still one surface-to-air missiles. The task force near Syria currently consists of at least 16 warships and submarines, including three Admiral Grigorovich-class Okay, brigades, so we get the idea, right? So, you know, massive staging uh, planned yeah. happening right now in preparation to leading up to this let's just hope it doesn't happen b that that that's the most important thing you know why why would you know again we've said this numerous times why would this be the time for any type of of chemical attack at this stage you know it's we're getting reports of of thousands upon thousands people who fled the war war-torn areas that they're now actually coming back to syria why would this it makes absolutely no sense the propaganda of the u.s media with these white helmets that the majority of of, of people in North America still thinks that the white helmets are something good. They made a Netflix documentary. They gave them a uh, an award in Hollywood for their efforts. How much propaganda has come forth to try to show that these you know white helmets are the good guys in Syria V? Exactly correct, man. And where are these white helmets? The white helmets are right now. They were airlifted out because you know they 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 were collapsing. They've been welcomed as heroes in Belgium. Relocated to Belgium. These are deep state actors. These are deep state actors. They what they're trying to do, what the deep state is trying to do is they're trying to again, again, this is why, you know, and, and I know that the White Hats and I know that the Russians are working together in order to put a nullification on this whole entire, you know, uh, uh chemical attack that's about to happen if it doesn't get stopped. Um but there's a link between what is happening in Yemen and what is happening in Syria. What is happening in Yemen and what is happening in Syria, it is connected. 
because what it's going to cause is greater, it's trying to cause greater U.S. presence. It is trying to get some sort of a greater Middle Eastern conflagration to occur. Because what you need to understand about Yemen and what you need to understand about Syria, folks, are both countries that, quote unquote, Iran is involved in, so to speak. That is the pretext here. Okay. Syria is a trigger to get Iran. Yemen is a trigger to get Iran. Why do you think the Saudis, who are long time rivals of the Persians, long time rivals of the Iranians, why do you think they're active in in Yemen? Why do you think they're active in Syria? The Saudis are active in Syria. Okay, the Saudi terrorist groups that are funded by Saudi Arabia are active in Syria. The Saudi terrorist and mercenary groups that they've hired from Angola and other African countries to do their dirty work for these lazy Saudis, these lazy Saudis, they're active in Yemen. Why? They want a greater conflagration. They want involvement. They want, folks, getting rid of Syria and getting rid of Yemen for Saudi Arabia and for the deep state is to deal a death blow to Iran. Do you get it? That's the geostrategic play here. So they want you to believe that a gas attack is going to happen, that Bashir al-Assad, who has liberated damn near 97% of his country, who is winning the war, all of a sudden says, you know what, I'm winning this war. I've recaptured 97% of my nation has been recaptured. Let me go screw it all up by launching a chemical attack. Let me go ahead and screw it up and launch a chemical attack in which the world's opinion, especially that of Washington, D.C., and thank God that Washington, D.C. has no reputation, no credibility in the world anymore. So why would it, you know, so he's not going to do that, obviously, obviously, right? But who else but the deep state? Who else when you have the, 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 the war mustache, the maniacal mustache himself? John Bolton, who was about a week ago talking about there's going to be measures in Syria. It's going to be again talking that running and flapping his gums, talking smack about Syria. And lo and behold, we have quote unquote specialists that have arrived. Specialists that have arrived. See, they want you to the the the, the American public to believe that Bashir al-Assad, who's been winning his conflict in Syria, fighting back the free Syrian army, who's not free, and they are not Syrian, and they ain't no army. Okay? A terror, various conglomeration of terrorist forces that Bashir al-Assad has been fighting back. They want you to believe that he set off with some sort of a chemical attack. They also want you to believe that a paper airplane, that the Hoythis, who are basically fighting and defeating the Saudi Arabians with rudimentary weapons, rudimentary weapon, have all of a sudden concocted some sort of a, a, a drone, a drone called the Samad 3, which has a limited range, limited you know capabilities, but they want you to believe that it carried some, some, some like, they literally want the image in your head that it's some, maybe some sort of a predator drone with, with 500-pound bombs or 200-pound bombs strapped to it, and it flew all the way. 1,400 miles sortie, 683 miles one way, 683 miles the other way, into an international airspace, bombed an international airport, one of the biggest, busiest airports on planet Earth, and flew back. They want you to believe that as well. 
This is the danger of the deep state narrative and the question of the day. And the deep state is losing. And the question of the day is when, 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 when will the kibosh, will the anvil, will the absolute guillotine fall on the deep state? When? Because I cannot wait till that's done. This is the the stuff that happens in the world, man. This is what it is. It is about Iran. CJ. No, just real quick, a couple of things, too. If you think of the timing of this, it makes perfect sense, okay? So what did we have less than three weeks ago, three or four weeks ago? The the big push to get Alex Jones. uh, We know his media. We know the amount of followers. You know, he's the one that's always covering this stuff. They've gotten rid of him. So they've eliminated a good chunk of any intelligence, any type of assessing what's happening to get the truth out. That's gone. Think of the most recent thing. What do you think is going to happen the next few days as they uh, bring uh, John McCain's dead body out and they uh, parade him on you know, television and they spend the majority of the time having America consumed into him? Boom. There's your, there's your distraction. So, so we just need to keep eye on this. An interesting thing, V, this was in the deck a few days ago that came out from uh, you know, again, I can't validate this this story, but it, it, in a way, it kind of makes sense. But apparently, we remember Secretary of State Rex Tillerson, right? Yep. Rex Tillerson. Well, apparently, the reason why Tillerson was was completely out outed was apparently because his efforts. If we remember the entire uh, Saudi uh, UA, UAE uh, riff with Qatar, Qatar, whatever you want to call it, apparently the Saudis had had asked for permission, a green light preemptive strike on Qatar Qatar, which would have been real quick, right? I mean, you look how massive Saudi, it would have been real quick. They would have wiped it out. They were asking for permission. This Rex Tillerson behind the scenes worked diligently to say, no, we can't let this happen. This isn't going to happen. You know, work diplomatic channels with Qatar, stop this from occurring. And at that point, angered the Saudis to contact America, say, we want this guy gone. We want this guy out of the place. There goes Tillerson, and in comes Pompeo. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So th- th- this is what's what, what, what's happening uh, again. There's some tension and some blowback going on also with North Korea. Uh, there is also uh, some blowback going on with um, you know uh, with, with a lot of these things. So there's there there's some there's some pushback, some resistance points that need to be overcome. We need to figure out exactly when and how that will be taken care of. Uh, we got to see how this whole this whole entire thing plays out, folks. And that's what this whole entire game is about. the The battle continues. The battle continues. You cannot lay idle. You cannot sit on the sidelines. Sit on your hands. This midterms, folks, CJ and I have been hammering about this for damn near a year and a half. The 2018 midterm elections, this is where it's at. This is where it's at. You you need to rise up and vote all these guys out of office. All of them. They need to go. They have to go. They must go. Okay? They must go. And we need to create platforms. And we're working on a platform right now. We, as a people need to put our money where our mouth is and have the courage and say, you know what? We don't need these guys. We don't need these YouTubes and we don't need these Googles and we don't need these Twitters and any of these uh, idiots. We don't need any of them. 
It's time for us to go on our own, and that time is now. We're developing banking systems and alternative currencies. These are the things and, you know, that we have that we can utilize right now, and that's what we need to do. That's all I got to say, Siege. Yeah, just real quick, uh, because we discussed this yesterday briefly, and and this is what we're up against, folks, okay? So they're claiming we're fake news. They're claiming Alex Jones is fake news. And now proof of a fake story is out there. And, and the, the, the MSM isn't going to cover this. So I need everyone listening today to – I'll put this this article uh, in, in the comments section to blast this out. So we now have proof that Lenny Davis, who is Michael yeah. Cohen's attorney, flat out lied about Trump's involvement with knowledge of the Russian meeting, which isn't illegal to begin with. CNN went ahead and went with this and blasted this for like a cycle of like 12 to 24 hours about, you know, Trump's knowledge. And, you know, and now they're going to go after Donald Donald Jr. because he lied to the FBI. He's next to be indicted. This entire fake narrative. And now Lanny Davis is coming out saying, yeah, I, I apologize. They they mixed up my words. It's not true. This is this is what we're up against. V. Uh-huh. And that's not going to matter to Mueller. And that's not going to matter to the deep state because the deep state is out for blood because it's their survival. You know what I'm saying? When, 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 when the deep state has nothing left to lose, they lose it because it's literally about their survival at this point, folks. That's what it's about. So we'll see how it plays out. Folks, again, check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Subscribe uh, to our email newsletters. Also, check out. Um, but the ape device by the ape.com. Uh, also, check out mycbdedibles.com, liquidbase.io, the crypto school. Guys, if you, you know, before you want to go out there and get a job at the Macy's perfume counter, once you learn how to trade cryptos, make some money for yourself, we literally have had people quit their day jobs and they're literally trading cryptos every morning, making money, making money on the as the market rides up, as the market rides down. Don't matter, it's a trader's market, it's a trader's paradise. Uh, join the crypto school, join the trading room, make some money for yourself, make it happen, make it happen, take control of your life, your future, your decisions, uh, and uh, be enlightened. With that being said, we're over and out. Take it away, CJ.